This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. So today we're going to take a look at uh, sort of legacy versus where the world's going from a cloud standpoint. In particular, we're going to talk a bit today about uh, how te telecommunication services have been delivered historically uh, and the shift that we're seeing in the market. Certainly part of that is Microsoft Teams and the calling services capabilities within Teams. Uh, but there's a lot of other broader elements around that. Uh, and Sante, you'd picked up on some things recently. You want to hit on those? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was at the Microsoft 365 conference in Vegas. This was back in May. And I remember that during the opening keynote, so this is day one keynote opening, Microsoft identified what they call two megatrends. And the first one is what they referred to as flexible work, um, which then in quotes, they pretty much said, really, it's, it's shifting everything to the cloud. Right? Yeah. And of course, of course, the second megatrend, which we talk about a lot here, is AI, artificial intelligence. But here we are, right? It's 2023. How long have we been talking about moving to the cloud? <laughs> yep. I feel like it's been at least two decades. Well, that just goes to show you that this this flexible work or this migration to the cloud is a journey. This is not something that happens overnight. It has been happening and it's yep. been happening in pieces, but um, there's still a lot of people out there that have not moved to a cloud-based solution for all their aspects of IT and, and, and technology. So it's still happening. Yeah. And we, when you, specifically look in the the telecommunication space we yeah. still see a lot of mid-sized to larger organizations uh included in that some sort of mid-sized to larger municipalities where they're still running a fixed pbx system yeah uh, sure. with a lot of wires right interconnecting things yeah. uh they've got cost for the platform uh, they've got upkeep on the platform. They have software updates to do. Uh, they usually have, you know, some of these mid-size thousand, thousand, fifteen hundred user kind of things we've looked at. They might have two or three people dedicated to running those platforms. And when you go to a cloud platform, you eliminate almost all of that. You take cost yeah. out, right? You take people out of the equation. And you get a much more flexible platform that can be deployed more easily. You don't, and you no longer have a copper wire or some kind of wire running to somebody's desk phone. You might have an IP phone, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where you might have that service embedded into something like Microsoft Teams. There you go. And then, and then you're using more of a headset than you are anything else. And you know, yep. so so I, the conversation seems like it's old, but it's still happening today. We're still talking yeah. about it. Like, you know, at the end of the day there are significant advantages to going cloud-based. I mean, uh, the, the first one that everybody talks about, which is is a good reason, is, and that is scalability. I mean, yep. it's, you know, the fact that the fact that a company today can, can say, hey, we're acquiring this other company and they have a 
another 150 employees. Imagine back in a legacy situation where you had on-premise hardware. Yep. You, you had to figure out how to either keep those two uh, uh, systems separate because maybe it was too much work or too costly to, or figure out how to move everybody and bring everybody over into one system. And if that system has the capacity, great. But if it doesn't, guess what? <laughs> now you have additional hardware costs and maintenance fees. And so, I mean, scalability is, a, is, is absolutely one of those major reasons why people want to uh, go to the cloud. But really, it's also, it's an OPEX, right? Yep. I mean, listen, back in the day when you had uh, on-premise stuff, and some people still do, th there's a major uh, CapEx involved with that. It's a, a huge capital outlay yep. in some cases, right? So, and, and I think companies want something that's predictable. Hey, give me a monthly OPEX. I know what it's going to be. I can actually budget for this, which is nice because you know yep. what the outcome is going to be. And by the way, even if we did acquire that next company, even if we did go ahead and grow and expand suddenly, and and at least it's something that I can I can do the math on because it's 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 an opex. I just yep. how many how many more users do I need? So I listen. Conversation is still the same. It hasn't changed much, but it just proves that here we are. You know, 15, 10, 20 years later, still talking about moving to you know cloud-based solutions. And guess what? The ROI has been standing the test of time. It is still a valid reason, right? Yeah. There's also the automation element, right? So yeah. if I have all of these built into a service now or some kind of an other platform, right, that's handling sure. uh, deployment of new gear to employees and setting them up in, in various systems, right, I can automate the entire process if it's cloud-based and digital. So I can assign you... Uh, a Microsoft 365 license, I can assign you uh, calling services, I can assign you certain other applications, right? And when you join, it automatically deploys. Uh, and many organizations are still not there. I saw it 15 plus years ago at a company I was at. We did an, an acquisition. Right. It was a single day acquisition of 1,500 people in, in the US market. There you go. And we had to deploy uh pcs mm -hmm. which we did uh business cards which we did we took over their offices we had to manually reconfigure a lot of the phones that were in the environment uh we ported over many of the numbers to bring them over right mm -hmm. but it was that piece of it was a really long tail that did not happen on day one some of the other things did like we worked very hard to get pcs but at the time, even then, it was a fairly heavy manual configuration of those PCs to get them deployed. Yeah. Uh, but we were able to do it sort of with brute force. Today, you can very dynamically do a lot of those things. A lot of those things. Absolutely. Yeah, and that that makes a huge difference, right? It, it requires uh, fewer people, uh, but it also makes the process for that new employee far more seamless right yeah existing employee who has some kind of change that takes place it's a it's a very different approach when you get fully cloud-based i did see i've been trying to dig up the stat uh i did see an analyst uh number a couple of weeks ago where less than 10 percent of organizations from specifically a telecommunications standpoint had moved to fully cloud-based platforms 
Really? Uh, that's that's actually that's actually a very low number, in my opinion. I, uh, I was really surprised. There are hybrids in there, right? So there's some correct, and that that hybrid could be, uh, you know, on the end that's closest to the to the cloud-based environment. It could be ninety percent is cloud-based, and then there's sure. fixed corporate numbers that are still on a you know, an older platform, PBX or whatever. Yeah. Right? And, you know, and, you know, sometimes people can't go 100% cloud because they have certain elements of their communication infrastructure yep. that is, that has to be analog based and has to be kind of tied to some kind of local machine. So that could probably skew that number. Like, you know, I, I can, I can see it now. It's just some, some must have archaic type of analog device that needs to remain tied to something but i am surprised by that number i would have thought that a lot more but that was, also means that also means there's a lot of there's a lot of work to be done right i mean yeah i was i was really surprised when i saw the stat yeah yeah, uh, yeah. so i'll look back to dig that up but i thought that was an interesting one that is interesting and again it's just that it's the world is shifting right people expect things to happen almost immediately Yes, especially the new the new generation, right? Just yep. the, remember, remember, you and I, you and I are old. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're Gen Xers, right? We were we were we were we were around before the internet existed. Let's yep. be honest. But um, the generation that has followed, right? The millennials. Millennials are now in supervisory positions. Millennials are now executives at companies, right? They're they're at that they're at that that level in their life, and they they were born with the internet at their hands. They expect yep. to have these levels of technologies uh, and processes in place. So any company that is is in 2023 who has uh, millennials as their in their executive team and they're not, you know, at the cutting edge, they're behind. They're yep. behind, and, and and people want people don't want to work for companies like that. They just don't. They want to work for companies that are that are keeping up with technology. And so yeah, I agree with that. Um, you, one thing that I wanted to bring up was we don't think about this much, um, George, but some of these legacy systems also have maintenance tied to it. And I know that's that's something that we don't because again, when you're cloud based, it's, you don't have to worry about that, right? Yep. But think about it. they have maintenance contracts in place. And these maintenance contracts can be very costly. Like, uh, forget the hardware, that's one cost, but maintenance of that hardware. Um, and then when that thing becomes end of life, what happens? That's the other thing, right? Well, and that's that's part of the challenge, right? So mm. in a cloud-based world, which is where things are going, right? Mm -hmm. Much more dynamic from an update upgrade standpoint, you get right. new features and functions that are just integrated into the platform. Typically, you don't even know they've happened, and in many cases, don't require any, you know, an end user to really do anything. Right. Um, where in the old world of uh, application-based stuff that you may have deployed on site or deployed in a co-location center or wherever it's at, there's upgrade cycles, right? And you have the risk in that upgrade cycle of something breaking. Uh, that might be unknown. You may have customized something and yeah. the vendor who's supplying the software, you apply the upgrade and then all of a sudden you're, you know, in the case of what we talked about, your your phones don't work, right? Correct. Uh, and that's that's a big risk. Uh, it is a big risk. It, we're gonna, it is. 
Man, you're, you know, risk mitigation, right, is, could be a challenge. And I think, I think the, the, the cloud base helps mitigate that, right? Yeah. Um, well, you get, you get resiliency in the cloud. You oftentimes get redundancy. Right? Yeah. Uh, you have an easier path to backups. Uh, if you lose a piece of physical gear and it's, and it's legacy, and let's say, you know, there's still a lot of things out there on legacy platforms, uh, that the underlying gear doesn't isn't produced anymore, right? It's Correct. not in a in an x86 or a, a modern based platform. It's in something else. It's in an old mainframe. That creates even more risk, right? How do you back that up? How do you yeah. recover that? What if that physical center or that wherever that sits uh, is damaged, right? We've seen uh, the, even in the last couple of weeks a lot of storms, right? Uh, that have disrupted services have taken power out and other things yeah. if that's what's in in your environment you've created another level of risk there of not being able to operate as a business so there's a lot that goes into this right you there's yeah. so much you pick up with the cloud um, that i don't think everyone still recognizes the value of and i realize sometimes it's hard to move off something old onto something new but man when you look at the telecommunications stuff this is really easy like yeah I, I, it is easy george but I, i'm going to say something that maybe isn't uh, uh politically correct <laughs> i think i think people people do recognize the value of cloud from a business perspective i i'm going to go on a limb and say that many times not that's not always the case but many times i think the pushback to move to the cloud actually comes from the technologists within the company yep I, I think they it's it's a fear of job security or you know hey I've been doing this hands-on yeah. for the last 20 years you're asking me now to take this entire infrastructure move it to the cloud and now I don't have control of it anymore which is not the case but that's what that's yep. I think that's the, the the mindset and I just believe that a lot of times it's the technologists that get in the way of technology advancements. And I think it's a sense of, I don't know, job security or fear or something. So I know it, it, this may not strike a, a, a chord very nicely with some of the folks, but I really do think that some of the, some of the, the, the holdup, the bottleneck is, is the technology folks themselves. Yeah. What we need to think about is it's like AI, right? Listen, we should always be looking at what is coming next and how do I align yep. my skill sets, my role, my contribution to an organization with what's coming next. I yes. mean, that's so I think I think that if we had that mind shift in many organizations, I think we would see an increase, honestly, in folks maybe moving to the cloud. But that was yeah. my two cents on that. And you, you were nice about the description, right, that that might be what's going on. We, we've seen it, right? We've both been right. in those deliberate conversations. There are uh, there are oftentimes people who own a legacy platform. Yeah. And maybe it's, they, it's the unknown of, will I lose control to be able to manage it the way I want to manage it? But part of it is that second piece you said, it's taking advantage of the new technology that's available in the market. And again, AI is a great example. We yeah. talk about it constantly on this podcast. Uh, we've leaned in heavily on our team. We've said that as well, right? Uh, we've even today, we have a call with the entire marketing team today to look at opportunities to build 
AI-based applications or automation applications based off the Microsoft platform, you've got to be doing that, right? You've yes. got to be doing that as uh, an organization. You've got to be doing it as a team. You've got to be doing it as an individual. Uh, to not take advantage of that, at some point, you will be left behind, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to relearn. You always have to relearn. That is just as as things evolve, you need to be willing to evolve with them. Yep. And and that's we we keep saying it, but this is a perfect example that honestly, this 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 cloud number, that stat that uh, you just called out uh, yep. early in the early in this, in this podcast is still surprising to me. And I think a lot of it has to do with that. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess, you know, at the end of the day. Cloud still makes a lot of sense. Yep. Okay. Um, you're going to get obviously that increased productivity and that security that's inherent with the cloud. You're you're going to get a, a a more unified platform instead of a hodgepodge environment, right? Even if you have a hybrid, that's even worse, right? Yep. Uh, so so that uniform platform where you can kind of just manage everything from a centralized location. And like you said, thanks to here's the magic words, a PI, <laughs> we can tie stuff together and, and people can work in, in, in management platforms that they're already used to work on a daily basis to manage this environment as well. So it, to me, it just, it makes sense. It continues to make sense. Uh, I've been doing this. I know you've been doing this for a long time too. Um, and it's it, 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 that my mind has not changed. Moving yep. to the cloud is absolutely the right thing to do. And so yeah, I agree. Well, that brings this interesting uh, uh, dialogue to a close. Uh, uh, if you have not done so, please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, don't forget, you can also follow us on YouTube. And until next time, George, let's stay connected. Visit FusionConnect.com slash TechUnmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.